This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 181 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today we have Nita Carvalho. Now, she is the owner of Davidson Irrigation and Lighting. Nita, welcome. How are you doing? I am great. Thank you for having me on this morning, Charlie. Well, I am thrilled. I, I feel like um, um, I've been fishing for the big fish for like months and months, maybe even years, and finally reeled you in because it's unusual that you're actually indoors and able to sit down and have an interview, right? I love being outdoors and, and working <laughs> on people's yards. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. So thank you. I appreciate you taking the time for this. So tell us all about Davidson Irrigation and Lighting. So an interesting story. I got started uh, 33 years ago. I was in the service and I had just gotten married and um, my husband at the time says to me, hey, we got to go get donuts. So my 22-year-old self said, whoop, whoop, 6.30 in the morning. I'm not, I don't have to be at work today. I will happily go get donuts. So we go to the supply house and we pick up cement rings. And I said, hello, we're missing the donuts. He said, those are donuts. Oh, well, in the service, I was a diesel engineer. So mechanics is very easy. So I got out of the service and went to work doing lawn service and irrigation. Wow. And uh, 33 years evaporated somewhere along the line. All right. Well, the big question is, did you ever get your donut? Yes, I got my coffee and donut about an hour later. <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> Uh, so tell us a little bit about some of the things that, that you do or the company does on a day-to-day -day basis. So one of the uh, things that sets us apart uh, as a smaller company is when you call, there's two girls in the office that answer the phone. You don't have to push one for English and two for, for service and three to get through to somebody else and four to leave a message. There's actually two, two lovely, lovely women in here. My office manager and another person, they answer the phone. They can answer some very basic questions. They set up an appointment with you. All of my technicians um, are 100% trained. Their trucks are beautifully uh, equipped and they all speak English. If you've ever dealt with a, a bigger company and you feel like just a, a cog in the wheel, that they're, they're just going out there to mass produce. They don't care what your problem is. They just want to get in, get out, get done, and get their check. We want you to remember that we're here for you. When I come and see you, I give you my business card. You have my cell number. If it's an emergency after hours, uh, yesterday I got a phone call from a customer. She says, Nita, I know it's pouring rain, but my water's stuck on. I said, Mrs. Smith, I will be over in 15 minutes. So I put on my yellow rain slicker and shut her water off. I said, Mrs. Smith, I will see you tomorrow. She goes, thank you very much. I'll see you tomorrow. I look like a drowned rat when I got done because it didn't matter. I had my nice yellow slicker on. I was still a little wet. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> so Nina, I, I've interviewed business owners from all walks of life. And what I love about these interviews is everyone is so passionate about their, their business, what they do, but 
I mean, you're right there at the top. What drives that passion for you? One of my favorite things to do is we do landscape lighting. So you have a beautiful landscape. We come in, we take it from when it goes to bed at night, it's gone. You lose it. So we come in, one of my driving factors is I want to be your go-to person. Um, being a woman in the construction industry, it's kind of a different fit. Hmm. Um, I, I swim in the pond with a lot of big fish and we like to do different things. We want to give you that mom and pop feel, but have a big enough company that we can take the jobs. So we do landscape lighting, landscape lighting. We come in, we look at your landscaping. This is one of my very passionate things. I love keeping your grass green. My guys do a great job. My passion is lighting. I love doing lighting. I go look at your yard. My husband will say to me, what are you doing tomorrow? Oh, I, I'm going down to Naples. I'm going into the rookery or I'm going into, you know, the newer communities and I'm doing lighting. And I send him before, during the day, afters, in the evening. And it's great security. So if you're at your house and your neighbor and you, you have landscape lighting and they don't, your house is much more secure. You get to enjoy that beautiful landscaping in the evening or you're sitting on your deck. It's just so enjoyable. And that really, really makes me very happy to sit out there, you know, to be standing there with the customers going, wow, look at this beautiful landscaping. Yeah, it really does. It changes the whole look and feel of your home. And uh, uh, I hadn't even thought about the security, but that certainly makes a heck of a lot of sense. Wow. Wow. So what about, are there any myths in your industry, of, you know, when it comes to lighting or irrigation that come to mind? My favorite myth is you don't need a rain sensor. It's not important. What difference does it make? So yesterday it rained four inches in most of Lee and Collier. And two of my neighbors up the street that no, I don't work for, their irrigation ran this morning. So we are surrounded by water. Unfortunately, only one third of the water in this world is drinkable. So we need to conserve all the water that we have. So when mother nature is raining, let your rain sensor do its job. Let it shut the system off. It'll keep it off for three days. It'll number one, keep your turf and your landscaping happier because when you overwater, you get fungus mold. Your grass is very thatchy. In other words, it's very squishy. And your root base is only a half an inch to an inch and a half deep. When you water twice a week, what happens is those roots drive down and they look for the moisture and your turf is much healthier and it's happier. Wow. Wow. Man, this is, this is enlightening. <laughs> How about when you aren't working, which is, you know, you know, the free moments that you have, what are you doing for fun? Um, <clears throat> my husband is Portuguese and we try to travel two or three times a year. We work like crazy people. Mm. So when, we're, when we go play, um, I've been to Portugal 10 times. We've been to Rome. Mm. We've been to Spain a couple of times. We get on an airplane or we get on a boat and we disappear for a few weeks. Mm. That, <clears throat> excuse me, that way we can recharge our batteries and come back 100%. 
Ah, love it, love it. So what, where, when things settle down, uh, when is your next trip and where? Um, he wants to go to Switzerland. There is on some crazy YouTube channel, he saw this bridge. It goes across a, a mile and a half uh, path. And it's about three miles down. He wants to hike it. And I said, I am so up for that. I don't know if I can do it, but I'm certainly going to try. Oh, that is fun. Now, would you go wintertime or uh, summer? Um, I'd like to go in the spring. I yeah. don't really like the cold that much. You know, that's why I live in Florida. <laughs> but, um, or I would like to go back to France because we did Paris over Thanksgiving last year and i'd love to go see the gardens in versailles oh, they were not in bloom even even though it was it was technically winter they were still gorgeous i could not imagine what they looked like in the spring or the summer wow All but right. unfortunately right now europe is closed to americans yeah well fingers crossed it's gonna open up soon i can feel it soon enough <laughs> soon enough we'll all be back to normal or whatever the new normal is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, we're going to create it. So how about a hardship, something that you've been through in life, uh, could be personal business, you now look back and say, hey, I'm better for it, I'm stronger. What comes to mind? You ever listen to Dave Ramsey? Yes. He's, he's, a, he's a financial planner. Yes. Back when the market crashed the last time, I had been stuck on stupid. You know, as he says, stupid on steroids, that was me. Uh -huh. um, I made really good money. I had lots of rental properties. Um, I didn't think the bubble was ever going to burst. Mm. And when it did, you know, I tell people I had a hurricane. I had a fire. A lot of the things I used to think were important, not so much. You know, the time you spend with family and friends is much more important than that new thing that you're going to drive or buy or have that's not really going to make you happy and i tell people that you need to give back we i i am much more of a giver than i used to be i used to be much more of a taker and i was like hey you know we give to midwest food bank charity starts at home and if everybody gives a little a lot gets done hmm. so that's that's one of the the life lessons i learned the hard way yeah, wow. Well, appreciate you sharing that. What about one thing you wish our listeners knew about your company? What comes to mind? One of, one of the things that we try to do differently is we take care of our veterans, mm -hmm. our first responders, our teachers, and the people who give their time so freely and don't always make amazing money we we do a lot of community service we've done um habitat for, for humanity builds because our without our first responders um this world would not be such a great place you know without our teachers and our firemen and our military all these people make such a difference every single day and unfortunately, a lot of people don't appreciate it. When I was in the service, one of the things that was very difficult was people don't understand. 
you work crazy hours for very little money. And if you don't do your job, the world is not safe. Our nurses go to work every single day. They, make, they miss Thanksgiving and Christmas to take care of our sick and our, and our elderly. And I, I think it's important. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I'll, I got to share uh, because, as you know, we've we've made a lot of phone calls to one another trying to coordinate this interview. And I, I, I got to share with our listeners, the other group of folks that you take care of are your staff, your team members. You know, they speak so highly of you and are so polite when they answer the phone. And I have yet to get a voicemail or a robot. It's always, like you said earlier, you know, someone friendly and nice uh, that answers. So there you go. Well, thank you, Charlie. I, um, it, it's in 33 years of being in business, I remember the day I hired my first employee. Mm -hmm. I was 24 years old and I had this huge job come in. And I said to myself, there was me, just me. And I said, OMG, I have to go do this job. It's nine o'clock in the morning. It's 105 degrees. Mm -hmm. I'm working right next to Riverdale High School. And I hired this guy from the labor pool. His name was Carl. And Carl came to work for me. And I said, Carl, you want to come to work for me tomorrow and like go on my payroll? <laughs> and he goes, really? I said, yeah. I said, we'll work from eight to five, Monday through Friday. I don't work weekends. He said, sure, you're easy to work with. I said, I'll even buy you lunch. <laughs> that was, and I figured out that this was cool. I got the job done and I had someone to work with. Well, and I just kept going. Uh -huh. My mom turned around about a year later and she goes, honey, when are you going to get a job? I said, mom, I have a job. Not only do I have a job, I said, I have employees now. She goes, yeah, but how much money and how much work is there <clears throat> Excuse me, <laughs> to go dig up sprinkler heads and fix stuff? I said, mom, every day is different. Every single job is different. I said, you know, I go to some jobs. It's one little head. I said, I go to another job. It's the whole yard. Mm. I did an orchid garden. I said, the lady probably had 5,000 orchids. Oh. It was amazing. Wow. If wow. you go on my, Facebook, on my website, it shows us doing it when it was done. It oh. was amazing. This lady spent six hours a day watering these plants. Lovingly, lovingly did it. But when we were done, I was like, that is the coolest thing I've done today. <laughs> That's great. I got to check that out. I'm going to jump over to your website now. Speaking of which, I know our listeners want to learn more. Where should we send them? Send them to davidsonirrigation.com. So it's www.davidsonirrigation.com. We have the watering schedules for Lee and Collier County. If you have a question, you can always call the office at 239-275-8569. Monday through Friday, 8 o'clock till 4.30, there's someone in the office. Um, during season, we do work Saturdays. So if it's dry, we can come out to you on the weekends. We do after 5 o'clock appointments if you want to be on site when we're there. We mask up, glove up, 
<laughs> we can do everything remotely to where you don't ever have to see us if you want to just deal with us strictly on the phone. Hmm. You know, we look forward to seeing everybody. Well, not everybody, but a lot of you in person. <laughs> well, Nita, this has been an absolute delight. Once again, appreciate you spending time with us and sharing uh, your knowledge, your story. Well, thank you, Charlie, for having us and have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.